good everybody what's good what's good welcome to the black gay agenda this is the finale i cannot believe we've made it this far this has been a hell of a ride it's your boy micah it's justin b smith here it's ryan lewis and alex and we're excited y'all so we have been on this journey since um what pride month since june and it's now it's now october so you know it's been some months i feel like we've grown we've grown as a podcast we've grown as a show definitely um so first i personally want to thank you all for being a part of this journey with me uh when i first started it i was like you know what i i, I need some really dope creators and just voices black gay voices so i think y'all understood the assignment and y'all did what y'all needed to do so i appreciate y'all for making this 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 podcast couldn't be what it was without you guys so mr mike are you trying to make us cry listen i'm just i'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm already I'm, in my feelings so <laughs> <laughs> i'm keeping it real no. i'm keeping it real but before we start let's do a life update one final life update well not one final life update because we'll be back <laughs> but for the season one final life update yeah, um, of course, I performed my first play. That yeah. was pretty cool. Yeah, the, the baby, baby got his, you know, lost his um his acting card. So that was that was pretty that was pretty dope. I think that was a Here's pretty good experience. Thank you, Come on, thank thespian. you. You're a thespian thank now. You. <laughs> no, they say about thespian, but see, thespian. Um, <laughs> <laughs> see what I did? You see what I did there? But um, nah. <laughs> You know, I'm in school right now, full time, doing really good there. Um, pretty involved there on that side of the side of the spectrum, working, of course, and just just focusing on myself. I'm just learning to, you know, process, rest, and I'm in therapy. So that's 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 the most I can give y'all right now. That I feel like that was important. Okay. I wanted to share. So thank you for asking. Always, Brian Lewis. Um. Life has been a little trying, but besides that, you know, the love department non-existent, but um, I have a lot of things coming up. Uh, Well, first and foremost, my birthday is in like two weeks, so kicking off Scorpio season, but also on that day, my season six premiere of Ryan Out Loud is premiering, and yeah, just getting back in the swing of you know, doing my thing and writing. My first draft of my book is done. Yes. Working on Wow. Yes, yeah, yeah. So um, an editor read it uh, and told me, how can we make you the best-selling author in 2024? So that made me feel excellent. Um, I joined an artist collective here in Pittsburgh. We're going to be supporting Black queer artists. Um, I signed a one-year residency with the um, Black queer um, nonprofit uh, here in Pittsburgh, where I'll be having, I'll have space to record, access to the building, and doing stuff like that. So a lot of things are nice. Wow, yeah. So aside from my personal life, you know, creatively things are flowing. So yeah, that's dope. Thank you. That's amazing. You're doing everything you said you you wanted to do too. So that's pretty fascinating to see it all come to fruition. Thank you. So for me, um, I booked the show that I've been talking about. Um, so finally, right, all them casting. Yes, I, okay. so I booked the show. 
Um, I actually uh, submitted for a casting for a play. I did not get that, but that is fine. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but that's probably kind of what I've been doing, just ramping up for that show, um, getting ready for that. It'll be at the end of the month, so I'm excited about that. I'm probably going back to school, which I'm doing that with my teeth together because... <laughs> Okay, pop out side, <laughs> but I'm going. <laughs> I'm gonna do it because I got I got a little something extra that I want to do, so I'm gonna go back to school soon. So okay. just keep me keep keep me lifted. What are you right. going back to school? You always lifted. Um, I'm just going to finish what I started. So okay. I want to finish my uh undergrad, my bachelor's in uh business admin with a concentration in HR management. And then what I want to do, the only reason why I want to finish that because I want to get a master's in it just so that I can um, widen my pay gap or not widen my pay gap, but hit that next spot. Get gotcha. my, you know, move up that one more run to get into a new pay slot because I need some more money because I want to do other stuff and I just want, I need the money to do it with. Um, so doing that soon but i heard something that justin said what i thought was really cool um that he was doing and um the therapy thing so mm-hmm. i remember before you were saying you had stopped for a while and you mentioned it right now you went back so i'm happy for you there that's that's good i'm glad you found somebody I appreciate you, you that you got it done i heard it i heard it um but that's it for me what about you michael what's going on i know you got all the things going on I really don't have that much going on. Um, <laughs> no. And, and, um, and the list comes after. <laughs> right. No, Everything's on break right now. Um, for the most part, combos is on break until uh, more information about that coming. Um, mm. But actually, we're doing a limited. So combos, we will be doing a, a limited series. It might be next month. Um, and we're going to be breaking down um the other black girl series that was on Hulu. I don't know if you've seen it yet. Phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal. Oh, good. Yes. We're going to be doing episode breakdowns and all of that. Uh, There's some chips and what I'm doing with Convos for the Culture. So uh, that's what's coming up. So, you know, Convos for the Culture present. That will be on the regular Convos for the Culture feed. So make sure that y'all check that out. Other than that, I'm really just, you know, locked in, you know, consistent in the gym uh getting ready for this move to atlanta next year uh i'm going to atlanta for halloween weekend um i may or i may not fingers crossed but i might uh have a um what's it called a press pass for the one music fest for that sunday um yeah next next week i'm doing some bts for tonight's conversations um, when they're here in Chicago and I got some other stuff on the way possibly with them fingers crossed so keep me in yeah. your prayers and That's if that saying. falls through mm-hmm. um, I'll be out of Chicago way sooner than when my lease is up in May so that's pretty much the update on my end I love that well, y'all, are sp- y'all are so inspiring Amen. y'all are really are inspiring y'all work really hard and like I feel like y'all are really. Um, I'm sorry to just to jump in this, but I just I just felt the call. I just felt called to say this. But come like on, y'all are individuals who, period. Y'all are individuals who like who I look up to, and I feel like y'all became my big brothers. And like, 
I learned a lot through y'all and just even hearing y'all journeys and seeing how things are developing for y'all and, think, and seeing how things have developed for y'all, it just reminds me to keep going. You know, just being 26 and being in this space of uncertainty, but also still being able to look at uncertainty as something, um, as a as a um, a space to still go forward in. So, yeah, I just wanted to say that. Like, y'all are really doing a thing. Don't do this tonight, just I know. Okay, let me just tell you, uncertainty is the only certain thing. Okay, come on. I'm uncertain oh. now. <laughs> you are. It's always gonna be uncertainty, baby. So don't even, don't even put yourself in stress trying to be certain about everything. Because when you do that, it's fail. You you are you setting yourself up. So don't even enjoy the ride. Well, y'all. Um, before that. I start crying, we're gonna go to break, and then when we <laughs> come back off a break, we are gonna do. The Agenda Moving Forward Agenda. You are listening to the Black Gay Agenda. We will be back after this. Welcome back to the Black Gay Agenda. So, like, as I said earlier, um, we're just going to do a little recap of the season. We're going to, I'm going to, like, kind of highlight certain things throughout the season. This, that, and the other. Okay. And then we'll see where we're at. We'll see how we've all grown and all of the things. All right. Now, very first episode we came out the gate right in june and we were talking about the mask versus femme agenda Mm -hmm. (laughs) um and i know my stance back then i was like i'm just not attracted to feminine men you know i was just like they don't do it for me like that it wasn't that they don't do it for me but it was very much like i don't know i don't know if i could date a feminine man etc 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 what I will say is over this past month, what, June, July, August, September, four or five months, over the past four or five months, I am, you know, that's not a thing. It's not a big thing for me anymore. Now, there's still, you know, even to this day, still won't do the cat suit. I'm sorry, y'all. So you said I thought about the cat suit immediately. I still won't do the cat suit. No. And I probably won't do press on nails, okay? However, you can be feminine, and I'm cool with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I've, 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 um, I've grown some, and I've, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm cool with it. I'm cool with it. But the cat suit, the, the nails, um, that's still not a thing for me. I just, I just can't do it. Wait, you feel what? Oh no, that's that's really that's really big of you. <laughs> not that's really big of me. <laughs> Well, I hate to be the one that haven't hasn't grown, but I don't. I don't you still can't do it. Mm-mm. I love it. I hold your purse. Whatever. <laughs> I yeah. hold your purse is crazy. So once <laughs> the way that you calmly like said that it moved forward, like I hold your <laughs> right. purse is crazy. But then, <laughs> what 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 what's the episode for y'all that um I want to know each of you. What was your either favorite episode or just an episode that um, sticks out most to you? Mm. Um, I know that mental health episode was really good to me. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that was really, really good for people to hear us um, talk about you know, our experiences and 
you know, lift that stigma for black men and, you know, getting, you know, mental health care, you know what I'm saying? Taking care of our mental health and having therapy and, you know, making sure we talk to somebody. And then I think the coming out agenda was another one. was huge for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That one got me for sure. Yeah. Situation yeah. shift. Mm. <laughs> coming out agenda was, yeah, that, well. was that was a that was a you know self aware, you know, making makes me think about things afterwards. That was those are my top three. Wait, say that again. The let's see, the situation ship agenda. It was Oof. the coming out agenda. That's first, the coming out agenda. And then the toxic trait agenda was toxic trait. I really like that because it kind of was like it was very introspective and it caused yes. us to like, you know, every time. So one thing that I know, whether it's our friendships, whether it's our relationships, like platon- or romantic or platonic. Right. Mm-hmm. A lot of times we can we always point out. Right. Point outwards. They did this. They did this. They don't understand this. Boom, boom, boom. And we never say, well, how did I contribute or how do I actively contribute to the dysfunction in this relationship, in this mm-hmm. friendship? Um, it's not always the other person's fault, right? Um, so I think it was really cool for us to be like, yo, these are the toxic traits that I have. And this is how they show up in you know different areas in, of my life. I think more people our listeners, people on the internet in general that we see, people in our everyday lives, I think more people should be more self-aware and be like, hey, I'm not perfect. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, that toxic traits definitely was an important one for me because I was like, damn. And then once you identify your you know, your issues, then you do the work. I think a lot of people, mm-hmm. that's another thing, is people yes. identify the issue, but then they don't take that extra step and do the work. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll be like, you hear it. Oh, I'm a cancer. I'm overly emotional. That's just how I'm wired. Okay. I agree. I agree. Um, it was a couple episodes that hit for me. Um, and I always I'm a person that likes to start from the beginning so I can see the progress. You know, one the first episode, the match with this fin agenda was something that was interesting because I got to express, you know, how I felt about the about me dating men like mass men and wanting mass energy. And then, like, it was um, a few episodes later where it kind of transpired where it's like, I wouldn't date my sister. I'll say that. I wouldn't date my sister. Because I feel like bump in purpose. You want to bump purpose. However, <clears throat> however um, because I'm a real ass person, like, I fuck with anybody who aligns with me. And from mm-hmm. experiences, I realized that it was men who hurt, the men who hurt me the most were men who were the opposite than, than I was. But the men who, who see me for real, who, who respected me and loved me and wanted to invest their time in me. And likewise, were individuals who were similar like me, who had that balance with their masculine and feminine energy. So that was very, that was very interesting um, for me. And then it was the, um, it was one episode, I keep, I always forget it, where I feel like where it was heated. And I think it was like dating. And I was kind of, yeah, it was, it was, it was heated because I found myself, general, yes, yes. The general role is one because I found myself even being conflicted with the way that I even like, I was like conflicted with one with how I even thought about how I maneuvered with 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 it all and how I sat with it. And for me, 
it was like, <laughs> it was a lot because like, I feel like I was under so much pressure and I had to like, you know, do this and that, but it was more so me just not quite understanding it fully and trying to say one thing and, and not, it wasn't added up. And um, which made me like sit with myself and process myself and I even, how I even went to the toxic traits episode and just seeing how like my toxic traits and me not speaking up and me being a people pleaser and trying to say certain things and not trying to say certain things to appeal to people. And now we're here this last episode moving forward. I think it all just tells me that it's important just to show up as myself, you know, mm. show up and be real and who, and who I am and, and speak up and be honest because if I try to say certain things and limit myself from saying a few things because I'm I'm scared of how people want to view me, I'm going to live in a box forever. And the point of this show is to cultivate a sense of community, you know, to make mm -hmm. others that like us feel psychologically safe. So in order for me, us to set that path and, and create this narrative, I have to be... I have to be someone who is open when it comes to dialogue, who is willing to grow, but also standing firm in what I say and what I believe, but also being open to change and growing in. Ultimately, I feel like with those episodes, I was able to see certain sides of myself and how I showed up uh, with myself and to those that are like me as well. So, mm. You know what another really good one for was for me too? Um, the Christian... Ooh, I was about to with Reno, Reno my top on it. Three. I almost want to go back to that again at a future date because I was in the middle of still am in the middle of reconstructing mm -hmm. my relationship and how I view God. And um even from then into now, my my thought process on all of that has changed. Um, like I was literally in the middle of that process. And I think th uh, that went along with the coming out agenda. Like, I don't know, like that was for me to be on here talking through that stuff while going through it was mm. like super helpful. It was damn near like another form of therapy for me. Yeah, I, I agree. The um yeah, the black gay Christian agenda was so my top three would probably be the black gay Christian agenda, the coming out agenda, and mm. probably the toxic traits agenda. Um and I think a lot of them are connected, like the black gay the mm -hmm. black gay Christian agenda and the um coming out agenda were definitely connected because it was because of the church that took me so long to come out and not just even when I did come out as they say which I think is ridiculous I almost use another word that Alex used at the beginning of the season that we don't use on here anymore um, <laughs> so I, <caught> myself. <laughs> I think it's ridiculous um that you know ooh, you gotta come out y'all but no I think even after coming out or people who knew about me it was still like I think there was levels to it like I wouldn't even be comfortable like people knew but at the same time there was a time where I would never do content that was specifically speaking to my, you know, sexuality. Like, mm -hmm. it's none of people's business or, like, none of that stuff. So, like, 
that's definitely tied to, you know, the church and growing up in church and being told this, that, and the other. And then one thing that I saw too is some of my toxic traits, especially when it comes to um, dealing with people, and in, especially in a romantic sense in a relationship, some of those toxic traits came because I did my, uh, I would say I would like almost purposely try to push people away so I wouldn't have to deal with, oh, okay, so now we got to go public and this, and what are people going to think, blah, 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 blah. So mm -hmm. I think it was just like one long through line that I really just appreciated those episodes. And I think a lot of people can relate to those type of things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like yeah. those traits, like you said, like I can remember multiple people I think we were talking about one of those and I was said, no, I'm direct. And I tell people, you know, when I'm listening, and I was like, wait a minute. And I thought back to people and I was like, oh, shit. I ghosted them. Like I didn't. And I remember people coming back telling me like uh, more than one. Jeez. I don't know. I should be saying this on here. Has told me that like I hurt them. Like you broke my heart. I really liked you. And I was looking at them like I, we wasn't in the where were you? Because I, me and you wasn't in the same thing. Because I was just existing and trying to keep my this life over here straight and narrow and this life over here undercover and hidden. So where did you fall in love at? Because I wasn't over that. Because we got to think everybody responds to the physical differently. For someone, mm -hmm. they can be able to have sex with somebody and strip any type of feeling and emotions where other people, you sleep with them and it's like they're attached. I think a lot of times we don't factor that into how we move. So then and I'm like 50-50 like that. You said what? I'm 50-50 like that. I I I want I kind of want, almost want you to at least to be a friend afterwards. Like I don't want you to like completely like go away. I need some sort of attachment. Um so I think but that was the problem. That was the trickery, right? Cuz I was keeping that short leash attachment but then saying, "Oh no, but it ain't nothing more than that, but I still want you, you know, in my nearest bubble you know what i'm saying and i think that was that was actually the problem if i had been like okay yeah. well, goodbye then they would have knew but i wasn't doing that <laughs> it takes a lot to be able to recognize that you've hurt somebody and then yeah. to like go back and apologize to them mm -hmm. hold on um, because we can always talk about mm -hmm. oh this person ghosted me and this person did this to me but then it goes back to oh shit i did that to somebody else and i mm -hmm. hurt their feelings and I'm a part, I'm the bad guy. I'm the villain in one of their stories. Or I might be the reason why they have to go sit on that therapist's couch and talk about Ooh. this nigga used to break my back and I really liked him and he just ghosted me. So like I legit during the course of this podcast had to go and like apologize to somebody because to me it wasn't that. And then they expressed to me at one point that it was that. And I was just like, well, it was never that. And I apologize because like, that's effed up. And the same way we want apologies, we should be able to give out the same apologies. Exactly. And I was going to say this podcast, this whole thing was challenging for me, um, but in a good way. Um, it made me aware of my toxic traits. And, you know, as much as I would like to not play victim, but say, oh, why was this happening to me? Or why is this happening to me? And be aware that I was also the cause 
of me ghosting people because I was still in the middle of my healing journey. And when I thought I was like in a good place, I would bring these people in and, you know, expose them. Cause like, I mean, my intentions are pure. My heart is pure. You know, I never mean any harm to anybody's my you know, being mind or spirit. Um, but then something would happen and I would just separate, you know, and I, like I said, it just had to do with me being in the middle of my healing process. And my therapist made me aware of that. And when I started to journal of the people that I hurt, you know, that I'm probably a villain in their story, um, I reached out to every single one of them. Um, I love that. It was a humbling experience, but also my heart felt at ease. Um mm -hmm at the end of the day, if they really accepted it or not. And like, I went to the ends of these world, the, you know, tri trials and tribulations to reach out to these people. Cause some of them had me blocked, <laughs> you know? So yeah. I you know, get that. And I gave them my honest and pure and sincere apology. And I don't know if they true, they said it, you know, they accepted my apology. So that really put my heart at ease. Um, and I'm, um, it, it made me very grateful and also aware because also I am currently going through a, a hurt process. Mm -hmm. So I know how I would not, I don't want to treat anybody. I don't want anybody to feel the way I feel or have felt, you know, so moving mm -hmm. forward, moving more intentionally as I get my birthday's coming up. So being a little bit more intentional, um, staying pure and just being aware. Mm. Yeah, y'all both, both said some powerful things just now, just about, you know, just becoming effective communicators, but also writing your wrongs, even when it's like the, mm -hmm. even, even though the paper is already in the garbage, y'all still got the paper out the trash and was able to, to you know, uh, redo the things that y'all wanted to say to a person or, you know, just apologizing and holding yourself accountable. Even though it took, you know, time for y'all to do it, y'all still did it, but I bring that up because um, it's very interesting. I want to. I'm going to get back to this, but I remember like um, we first started the Black Year Agenda. I just had stopped drinking alcohol, um, and it was uh, hard. Yeah. It was it was it was hard for me. Um, my last drink was on June fourth, and yeah, like <laughs> literally started the Black Year Agenda within like right immediately after. So, June fifth like, was the first was episode. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah. So literally, um, just the space I was in from from that moment, all the way up until now, I've been able to um, just just see a whole shift in myself and the way I think, the way I'm showing up. Mm. However, um, there's something that's been like reoccurring in my brain because there's a lot of things I did to people that I didn't realize I was doing because of like how alcoholism has like affected the way that I made decisions, the way that I mm. showed up, and the way I communicated. You know, and other things of course but you know you two um ryan and alex y'all mentioned like just just how y'all reached out you know and just understanding like damn like i really did this person wrong and i honestly did a few people wrong i i know i'm the villain of certain stories and me being an empath i still feel these feelings to this day mm, like i've wronged somebody like five years ago and like i can st i still like think about the things that I did to that person and 
how like damn like no one deserves that you know so um ultimately the black gay agenda has like allowed me to understand um just how to properly navigate you know your wrongs and while also being able to be graceful with yourself through this time because it's all a process give yourself and, um yeah it, it's it, i think just the reoccurring thing um uh, with with the black gay agenda is um it's processing accountability and like vulnerability because i feel like those things like intersects and at least for me and and what i what i've got from my experiences so thank y'all for like sharing that like because i feel like i'm in a need to like do that soon i don't know how soon i'm going to do that but like it's i've been hearing that come up in my life lately to reach out to people and yeah. of course with aa it's a part of the 12 steps but another conversation yeah. at that time but whenever you're ready yeah mm-hmm and be prepared for the response because I yeah. had got I had got treated. Uh, they had read me, read me when I one of those people, <laughs> and I was just like, "Listen, all right, hold on." And I I'm ate it up. and I moved on. <laughs> yeah, and they might not accept your apology, uh-uh. and you got to be okay with that. Mm-hmm. But you at least did what you needed to do to free yourself. I feel like yeah. I'm like Ayana, whatever her name is. Uh, sometimes Put your mouth over like that hole. Knowing that, uh. <laughs> knowing that you freed yourself, <laughs> like, that's that's everything right there. Literally. Can yeah, I, yeah, for real. So I one on that apology tour. This is what was said to me really Not quick. the apology tour. Listen, I, one of my friends called it that, but it, you know, and he said to me after he said, I accept your apology. And he said, it's sad that men similar to you come back months later to right their wrongs. At that point, I'm through with it. I do respect you for reaching out. I hope you don't treat your next guy that way and give him your true authentic self. Mm. Listen, and I took that. I took it. Took it right to the chest. I was like, I deserve that. And I told him, I said, it was not fair at all. You didn't deserve that. I wasn't in that space then when I thought I was, and he ended up getting the short stick, which he again he just did not deserve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oof. That's rough. I was, I was told, um, oh, you must not be dealing with so and so anymore. Yeah, I figured. Well, um, whatever it is you need right now, I ain't got it for you. Ooh. Like, ooh. Girl, see, so and then listen, <laughs> petty to me, and, we want to back, and that will erase the apology. <laughs> no, I just ate it because, because honestly, you know, because the crazy part is, I didn't even know what I, I don't even know why I did. I, I didn't, I, I didn't know what I needed. I, did I need anything? Maybe not. I don't know. I was just like, touche. Thank you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is what and else moved along. They used to, yeah. Be blessed. They definitely gave me a shoe. Okay, before we end this, I have a question, right? Um, so I recently started watching, rewatching Insecure, yeah. one of the greatest shows You're ever. Yes, yes. I love Insecure. Um, classic. Watching a the blast. toxicity of the Lawrence and Issa relationship, and then knowing mm-hmm. how. That story ended, and he went and had a baby by somebody else, and then they 
I want to talk about spending the block real quick. Okay. Um, how do you guys feel about spending the block? And do you think sometimes, possibly, all your other situationships, relationships, connections fail because your person is the one that you haven't actually put in the work to try again with? And anyone can answer that. I think it's... And this is one of those ones where I always have a different opinion than most people, because mm-hmm. normally people are like, well, if we was together, there was a reason and da, 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 da. And I'm like, ah, but people change. You've mm-hmm. changed. They've changed, especially depending on what the time frame was and what the issue was. You know, of course, I ain't saying, you know, somebody knocking you upside the head like, you know, oh, you changed. Nah, I ain't talking about that. But like, you know, whatever the situation was that occurred, the time frame, you know, your age, the maturity level of both individuals in that time. I don't that could be the case. See, that's a hard one because it could be the case that that is why. But it also could be the case that you think that that's why and you're sabotaging because you think that you belong to that other person that is gone. So that's what a work is, right? Realizing if it's really that or if you so smart that you're making yourself believe that it's that. Because, you know, we real smart. So we be <laughs> therapeutic to ourselves sometime and it'd be wrong. As hell. <laughs> so we got to like think about that, too. I've only spent the block once. OK. Um, And the first time it should have been a one and done because long story short, that person you know, slept with my best friend of 10 years. Um, oh. Yeah, it was a mess. Although we were, there was no dating, like nobody was boyfriends or anything, but I was really invested in this guy and my friend knew. And, you know, so things had ended and it was like a long, like probably from January till like November. And we we reconnected in November and it was very short you know it was very short like probably like the second week of december and i was like i was very confused and then i was very mad at myself hold on one second yeah so it was very short-lived the spending a block situation um i learned a lot um i don't think i would spend the block again with that person however maybe my current the thing i'm going through right now i'm not sure um i don't even know if that will happen probably not but i those scenarios play in my replay in my head and i'm like what would i do what will happen and i'm like praying that i will be in a very secure place with somebody that loves me um that valid makes me feel validated um reassures me so that I wouldn't have to think about circling the, blo- you know, spinning the block again. So, you know, happened once and I was like, Ugh. and even after I got my feelings hurt, you know, my heart broke recently. It was the first reaction for me to like, oh, let me go, you know, the other m- niggas that I put on the back burner for somebody that I was really invested in. And I thought, you know, was going to be something and it was not. So let me instantly spin the block. But then I had to put a halt on that because 
that's going to hurt them because I'm not healed. Again, coming back to being healed, mm-hmm. um, I'm still going through the emotions. It's very fresh. It's very raw for me. So, you know, it it won't end well. I know that it won't end well. So I immediately just remove myself from the dating apps, the hookup apps, social media. I told y'all I'm like on a social media like cleanse right now until like I might browse but and post from my podcast page. But other than that, I am, you know, trying to put my energy into my projects and stuff like that because I don't want to hurt anyone else. I can't have that on my on my conscience anymore. Yeah. That's good. So I'm asking for a reason because um so like I'm in the space now, especially trying to move. I don't want any distractions, right? I don't want no, so like I've kind of put myself in a space where I'm emotionally unavailable, right? So I tell people like, no, I'm not interested. It's like somebody asked me last week, they're like, hey, can I take you out Wednesday? I'm like, nah, I'm cool. They're like, why not? And I'm like, cause I'm emotionally unavailable. They're like, why? I say, cause I'm moving. When are you moving? I'm moving in May, but hopefully sooner. And they're like, oh, that's a lot of time. This, that, and the other. But my thing is, I don't want to get connected to anybody. Um, and then have to leave or that be a thing or have to mm-hmm. like do, cause I can't do no long distance relationships. Cause like I've said in this, uh, podcast before the minute that you, uh, don't pick up the phone, I automatically think that you're getting your back blown up or yeah. you're blowing somebody else's back out. Right. So I don't need that. Um, but recently somebody who I've dealt with on and off and we've never been official, but it's been one of those back to the situationship agenda has been one of those situationships. Um, I think either every time something could have happened, it was either either I wasn't at that point in my journey yet to be with anybody. It was I was with somebody else. It was when he was with somebody else. And uh, we've kind of got to a point where, like, we recently reconnected, ran into each other, um, you know, out in these streets of Chicago or whatever. And there's a potential to spin a block there. But at the same time, I'm just like, should I do that? Will that complicate things? Because one thing that's not going to happen is I'm not staying here. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. it's also unfair to tell somebody who, you know, is pretty much planted and they got their own thing going good for them to expect them to want to, um, you know, <clears throat> move. So yeah, that's where I'm at. It's 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 a weird it's a weird space to be in. A weird space to be in. I don't know. I'm so I'm such a I don't know. I'm such a go with the flow type of person. Um, I don't think that I would anymore. I, you say it does or it doesn't. It does because like that goes with the flow, and then it's like six months later, and you're like. Okay, we've been going with the flow. What's happening? Like, what's going on? And it's just, it's, you know. And I feel like you're at a certain age, you shouldn't, like, no shade. I feel like at a certain age, you shouldn't be going with the flow anymore. It's like, you should know what you want. You should know how you want to get to that point. I don't know. I just, I feel like we're too old. Maybe Justin's good. He's only 30, but I feel like we're too damn old to just be going with the flow. That's an unreachable that. expect. That's an unreachable expectation for yourself. To do that to yourself yeah. is torture. What is wanting to tell yourself at a certain age? I need to know what everything is. 
No, no, no. I'm not saying you need to know everything is, but you should know at the big age of 34, 35, 36, 37, 40, when talking to a nigga, you shouldn't just be like, oh, it's whatever. Let's just go with the flow. Like, are you sure trying to it? date me? Are you trying to be serious? Are we just effing? Mm -hmm. like What's your time? So, like, I'll give you an example. Uh -huh. The boy, you know, I told y'all about off camera. I met him and we've been friends on social media. I've seen him out throughout the year in Pittsburgh. And then we were exchanged social medias at an event in like February, right? S commenting stories, you know, here and there, back and forth. And then we officially started hanging out in like May. And the, we would do weekly lunches, blah, 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 blah. You know, like hanging, spending a lot of time together. And by like the end of August, early September, I had never been more sure about anyone in my life, you know, when it came to him. And, you know, I was Did like, you communicate that. Did you guys have a conversation about it? Yes. But, you know, things have now fizzled. They are now in a relationship. Um. So. Right. So what 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 would you what? in your wanting to control that, what would you have been able to do if, cause you said you had a conversation, exactly. Right. You know, and so you said you had the conversation. They said that they were on the same page as you were. I thought, at least I thought, well, let's just say, so the two things that were happening was, you know, they told me, you know, I've never felt more comfortable. I, you know, I feel more comfortable you. I feel more comfortable with you than anyone I've ever dated, you know, stuff Don't like things like that so when i was like okay so then how do we do this what do we do that's when i was like what are we going to do okay we feel our feelings are the same you tell me how you feel you know you trust me in the bedroom out the bedroom how are we going to move forward and then i got the statement well can i like you and not want to date and i was like respectfully i said i i respect it so when they ended up when i found out they were you know in a relationship weeks later i was like Oh, you know, words and actions were not matching. And I feel like, you know, you could have just told me. But anyways, it's not about me. But I knew I was mm. more back to the point. I was that it was from the May. It was from May to like the early September when I knew I was like, you know, I, that's, yeah, that's a good window of time for you to know. But that's what I'm saying. Even. Even if you know, that don't mean the other person know. And even if they know, by the time they know at that time, you still want to spend some time figuring it out with each other. And so once you decide that you know and they don't know at that time, do you consider that whole time a waste then? Because it took you both time to know, right? I did. There was Alex, I mean, we bumped heads on this almost the whole, for as long as we know. <laughs> I personally feel that men who are always like, oh, I just want to go through the flow. Let's just see what happens. Let's just hang out. I think it points to commitment issues. Mm -hmm. And I can say that because I've been on the other side of that. And mm -hmm. when I was on the other side of having commitment issues because I was worried about what family members would say, I was mm -hmm. worried about what the Turks would say. I would worry, like, worry about stuff that really didn't matter. It was always, oh, let's just go with the flow. It's, you know, whatever is whatever is whatever. And just, I think, was, oh, I don't know why that reset like that. Can y'all hear me? Yeah, we hear you now. It's like a yeah, second. Yeah, we can hear you. I popped you right back in. Yeah, my internet. Mm -hmm. 
All right, but I think like people really need to sit with themselves and ask like why. I I think it's nothing more than um, commitment issues. Personally, people don't want to make a commitment. They don't. So it just that's know, fun. you too damn old I, to just be having fun. In I don't my, know because when I was single, I had that mentality, and I'm I'm very relationship oriented. All, the only I've only been in two, and they both were over three years. Like mm. you know what I'm saying? So like you need to get past the color favorite color stage. Right. That's why I be I be feeling like y'all be putting too much on it. That's that's the part that makes me feel that way. So even when they jump into relationships in between when you guys are like get you know, you know, like it's that's I don't know. I don't I think I don't. the difference is my go at the flow has a has a hard stop when I feel like I need to hard stop. And I think that's where it happens at. It's like okay. My reflection is like, well, I've been going to flow for six months, so we're here. So ultimatum at this point, what are we doing? You don't know? Okay, well, I'm going to divert my attention away from you because you don't know. Like, that's how I sum that up at the end. So I think that's the difference. So it's maybe maybe it's not as go with the flow as I'm making it sound. There's a hard stop at some point, but it's not defined. Yeah. And I don't know when it, I'll feel like that. And yeah, this is this, this <laughs> new... I'm on my... <laughs> I'm on my. I'm using my computer, and it's a Mac. And you know, iPhone had that update where they yes. had those new things. That on my like, face line. That's why I was like the gestures. But well, why did the balloons pop up? I think because I did this something. This okay. Something. I don't even know what I did. Whatever I did with my hands, it made the balloons happen. <laughs> I was like, balloons. I'm about to update it. But this is weird because this is not even. This isn't FaceTime. So why? I know. That? That's why I was like. So does the app have something too that we don't know about? That's crazy. That is crazy. Well, look, it, we we got our own like uh, it was, it was like alerts for like things I was saying. It was cheering me on. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Because oh these God. people don't agree with me, so the computer at least agree oh, with me. I'm, I'm all ears. You know, you gotta hear all perspectives. You know, because I'm like my way of how I process things like is different, and I need I I love hearing all opinions. So. And listen, obviously something's not working, so maybe I'll go with the flow. Cause <laughs> I mean, I'm going on five years in in December. Period. So obviously, some of these niggas think they take the uh, going with the flow and turn it into playing in your face. And <laughs> yes, and I don't, yes, I don't play second fiddle to no nigga. Exactly. Yeah, so that's my thing is go with the flow. I feel like a lot of people use that to just be like, you I can be a fuck nigga. I can be a fuck boy. And no, find somebody else to do it. Exactly. <laughs> but that stage is for me is the dating stage too. So that going flow is just when we're dating. That's not like we've been dating for months and then I'm gonna say, oh yeah, let's go to flow. No, we ain't doing that. That ain't what I'm saying. Yeah, that's why. That's that's why. Which like I agree with y'all saying. Um, well, for me, I like people fast. So <laughs> I won't say I have commitment issues. It's just I, I like people fast. Like for me, I love humans. So I know that like if you show me your great like your qualities and who you are, and you let down your you you show me your heart, I'm gonna like you. I'm gonna respect you. It's it's to it's to a point where like when I feel disrespected, that's where we're not gonna be able to work because you when you don't respect me, anything I say I do, you're not gonna like listen. You're not gonna be you're not gonna be considering me. There's not gonna be any passion. But um, to back go back to the double back going to go back to the doubling back question, or um, there's been times where I feel like I've 
definitely like talk to guys who I've talked to before. There has been a um, – I say that all to say that, like, I don't necessarily think there's nothing wrong with doubling back. I feel like it's just all about the intention that is there. Because who I was five years ago, I'm about the same person now. And if we've loved each other and liked each other a lot in this time frame, we can like each other and love each other a lot in this time frame, but in a more enhanced way. Um, I haven't, like, had a situation where – it calls for that, like in a, in a severe way. However, um, I feel like the younger version of myself would um, say that, oh, I don't double back. Once you lose me, you lose me. Maybe if you change and we have a conversation and we go on, you know, we, we communicate with each other effectively, we're hanging out, we're investing our time with each other, we're, we're doing small things that showcase the gestures that we like each other and that we can have the capacity to be there for each other, then maybe why, why not? Um, however, they're like, you know, if the opportunity presents itself, I'm definitely um, for it. Respect. Like, I like you back too equally. It's Respect. not for anybody, but yeah. I like. That. Okay, mm -hmm. good. Taking all of that in. So here we are. And I'm, tw and I'm 26, uh, by the way, Micah. Huh? I said I'm 26, by the way. You had said 30 earlier. I didn't say 30. <laughs> no, I ain't calling you 30. Mm -hmm. You like just you 30. I was like, ooh. I didn't say 30. I said you're under 30. Oh, uh, I, I heard 30. Anyway. <laughs> um... <laughs> 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 Woo! The agenda moving forward, y'all. So um, this has been an amazing season. And we just want to thank all of the listeners for listening to us and, you know, Dealing with you know everyone, everyone here has had a um, toxic um, thought at one point in the you know a, a toxic viewpoint, um, and y'all didn't cancel us, so I appreciate y'all for that. Y'all didn't cancel us. Y'all <laughs> continue to listen. Our listenership uh, went up uh, every single week. Um, this is a time that is kind of sad because we have to do something now. Um, so personally, I just want to thank, I thank all of y'all, but I definitely want to thank Ryan Lewis for um, just coming on board. Listen, Ryan Lewis is gay famous, okay? He's famous uh, out in these, he's famous out in these gay streets. Hold okay. on, pause. Before you continue, let me say something. Okay. Um, first of all, Micah, thank you for extending this platform um, to me to all of us, it, you know, going from being a one person host to three other different perspectives and, you know, being respectful of times and, you know, making sure everybody said what they had to say. And, you know, this summer has been difficult for me. I'm gonna keep it a beam. It's been difficult for me. And I wanna say two things. I wanna apologize, right? Because I wasn't at my best, you know, juggling a new job and juggling my my main platform, Ryan Out Loud. I didn't give the Black Gay Agenda the attention it deserved, mm. okay? And it deserves all of the attention, right? Because this is, it's beautiful. 
This is a, you know, I create a safe space for black queer creators. You have created a safe space for black gay men. And I am grateful for this platform. If it didn't seem like it, I am. I truly, truly am. This has been healing to me in so many ways. Like when I say this summer has been just heavy on me, a, like part good, part weird, part just full of confusion, but it, this coming on here with you guys, who I, you know, I look at, I respect individually. I love you guys. I respect you guys. And I look at you as brothers. I have a new family. Yeah. And originally I said, I didn't think I would be able to do season two, but I'm going to do it <laughs> and do my part. And, you know, I'm trying to figure out a way to navigate Ryan Out Loud and the Black Gay Agenda. So be patient with me a little bit. Um, I'm working with my own brand specialist. And, uh, Justin, maybe we can collaborate and figure out how the timelines would look um, going forward. But, um, yeah, the Black Gay Agenda has a special place in my heart. And moving forward, I want to do better and promoting it and, you know, just full advocate of it because it can, this will be going places and I want to be a part of this journey until the wheels fall off. So that was a plot twist that um, I didn't expect. Um, so one, thank you for all of those words. Uh, you know, I definitely want you a part of this. Um, I was sad to see you go. Um, because I really feel like we're building something special here. And each of you were hand-selected for a reason. Um, so I'm glad that um, we're going to be moving forward together. The agenda moving forward is we are all moving forward, all four of us. So, like, that's super exciting. I'm glad you didn't tell us prior to, because that was, like, a moment right there. That's simple. That yeah. was, yeah. I had to. I, um... You know, like I said, I've been going through my own healing phase, and this has been a big help with my healing phase. And I, I truly love you guys individually, all together. I love this platform, and yeah, we're gonna figure something out. Listen, we all we got. Well, y'all, um, make sure that you all um, are following the Black Agenda over on social media. Um, we are going to take a break for a little bit. We're going to reshuffle the deck a little bit. We're going to um, give everyone some, everybody next season is going to have a specific role so we can serve you all better and everybody doesn't get burnt out. I know that I, I this has even been something for me where Alex has pushed me as well as Justin has pushed me to, um, I have to fix some of my leadership stuff as far as give, trust people if you bring people on trust people to do the jobs that you're bringing them on and like you can't do everything so i appreciate you alex and justin for being like hey tell us what what you need us to do so like that's something that i'm working on moving to the next season but yeah i'm excited for the next season um we are going to probably push the envelope a lot 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 more next season because these are the conversations that need to be had real quick before we get up out of here let the people know where they can find you. The Justin B. Smith on all platforms. You can see some sexy and wholesome content. 
Well, you can. I'm anti social media right now, but I will be returning. But you can still find me at Rated Ryan on Twitter, X, whatever you want to call it, TikTok, um, Instagram. And season six of Ryan Out Loud will be returning on October 24th, which also happens to be my 34th birthday. Hey. Hey. So expect a lot. Y'all going to be sick of me because I got some things coming. So, yeah. Period. That's right. Um, I'm still a little emotional, but <laughs> that was a good, good, good ending. Um, I just want to say this has been amazing. I love you guys. The brotherhood that we've grown, how we've grown in the podcast, how we've grown with this platform, how we've grown individually. I'm blown away. The announcement was great to hear. Um, yeah, because we all were prepared for one, but you got us with that one. <laughs> but uh, definitely, let me do what I'm supposed to do. Uh, I am, you know, where I'm, where I'm always at, X-A-N-D-E-R-T-8-2 on Instagram, as always. I'm going to be somewhere else. Oh, y'all have forgot about uh, what happened to that other uh, social media. Bill? <laughs> Bill? They got spilt. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And I was on that too. I was ready. I, to just, I just logged in again because, like, I like I said, I've been anti other social. Yeah. Media. I was like, let me log in. Maybe I can like get my just out because I'm trying to it, not pay attention to a certain person. So I'm like, ah, you know. Yeah. I was like, let me go on spill. Ain't nobody even know that spilt, baby. But yeah, but still, uh, you know, look out for me there. Look out for me. I don't know if I can say this, but the show that I'm in, can I say this? I can say the show, right? I can say the show. Okay, the show that I'm in is coming up. It's called Surround Sound of Fashion. It's a, a really big show in the Midwest. It's like a lot of fashion and um and music. That's October 29th. Um, and you know, look, keep 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 your eye on me there on my page. You'll see event information, ticket info, and all of that. I'm in it. So I'm excited about that. And uh, yeah, I'm just ready for season two. We love it. We love it. We love it. And as always, follow me on Instagram, B on Twitter and uh, Instagram and TikTok. Um, and also follow. So follow. So check this out, y'all. I need y'all to follow Convos for the Culture on YouTube because in during this break, I am setting up um, the Convos for the Culture like YouTube channel in a better way. So all of the projects that are underneath um, Convos for the Culture that are housed underneath Convos for the Culture will be um, on our YouTube page. So the Black Gay Agenda is going to have its own section on um, the YouTube page. Uh, the Convos for the Culture podcast is going to have its own section. The uh, Phenomenal Women podcast, they're going to have their own section. Um, and it's all going to be housed under one. So everybody can go to the one-stop shop. And like I said, we're, you know, we're working on becoming a media platform. So also R&B rundown content will be there. We're going to be doing some interviews with different R&B artists. Um, we're going to be doing song breakdowns. We're going to be doing a lot of different things that you're going to start uh, seeing a lot of content coming. So uh, stay tuned, stay locked in, and we will be back next season. Can I pitch a, a Ryan Out Loud Black Age in the crossover next season? Hey. Yes. We'll talk. Let's do it. Let's do it. 
All right, y'all. One final time. Don't forget to uh, <laughs> grab your purses and clutch your pearls. This has been the Black Gay Agenda. <laughs> 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 <laughs>